chapter number 4, uh, and uh, in Hebrews chapter number 13. Uh, and uh, the story behind the trike, uh, I think the, the more accurate part of the story was when I was little, uh, I had a trike, and I would pull a, uh, a wagon behind it filled with all of my pennies. Uh, and, and I'd ride that around the house, uh, and, uh, but when I smashed into things, um, I cursed all the time as a little kid. And my mom used to wash my mouth out with soap, uh, and with pepper uh, uh, constantly. And so that's actually why I had a trike uh, and the pennies. And so uh, I, I'm glad that I don't have to drive it out. I don't want to bump into anything uh, on the way out and, uh, and uh, make sure that uh, I keep my cool. Uh, and, uh, but again, thank you so much for, uh, for your kindness. I have uh, said in many uh, different messages and uh, in different types of trainings and things that I do that I want to be. I read books. Uh, I try to read a lot of books uh, and uh, to be a better communicator. Uh, so I say I want to be a better communicator, and that's with the word communication as we generally understand it uh, in today's uh, vernacular about uh, sharing information, exchanging ideas. Uh, that's what we say. If you were to communicate with me, uh, or if I was to communicate with you, uh, would have much to do with uh, speaking uh, or uh, texting uh, in all the different various ways where we can communicate thoughts, express words uh, to one another. And so I would say I, I want to be uh, a better communicator. Uh, and today is a little bit of a play on that because not only do I want to be able to communicate thoughts and ideas, but I personally want to be a better communicator uh, in the context of what we've read about here uh, in Philippians chapter number 4. Uh, back again uh, to that passage of Scripture, we'll read in verse number 14, Notwithstanding, ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. So the Apostle Paul, as we've already covered, uh, had uh, been fasting. Uh, he was doing without. He would often uh, make tents. That was his uh, his uh, job that he would do to make money when uh, when the churches that he uh, worked with were not able to supply uh, his need, but there was a point where he was too busy to do that uh, and decided uh, that uh, he would go without. Of course, he was also uh, imprisoned at this time, and nobody was taking care of his needs, uh, and uh, as was the custom, when somebody was locked up, uh, they had to bring food and medicines and clothes. We see him elsewhere asking for pe people to bring uh, his books, the parchments, uh, and, uh, and other types of things. But nobody shared, communicated, partnered with him concerning giving and receiving except for uh, the church at Philippi, uh, where they once and again in Thessalonica had came to his aid, uh, and, uh, and he was praising them for what they had done and the fact that they had communicated with him. So we have the word communicate, as I uh, explained a moment ago, uh, to have or give or receive, share with, uh, and uh, information, exchange news and idea, ideas four times in the New Testament. Uh, however, the word communicate is used uh, to, uh, to express to us, or in this context, about being generous. It's about giving or sharing in uh, those things. Six times in the Bible, uh, it, it, it has that kind of normal understanding. Uh, as I started off with in Matthew 5, verse 37, the Bible says, Let your communication be uh, yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Or uh, in Philemon, uh, he, uh, the Bible says that the communication of thy faith, uh, as we communicate 
uh, what we believe as we express that through many thanksgivings, through spreading the gospel, uh, our communication, uh, or the Bible talks about our conversation. Uh, and it's not a conversation that you and I would have uh, as we express words in some type of dialogue, but it speaks to uh, a way of behaving or acting a person's conduct or uh, their moral behavior. God says that our conversation uh, is, uh, needs to be uh, one uh, that we walk with Him. Uh, we have a light, a gospel light that we shine uh, before men that they might see uh, our works, the Bible says, and to glorify uh, our Heavenly Father. And, uh, but unfortunately, in the day and age that we live in modern churches, uh, you'll hear a lot of this. Um, it's, not, it's not about what you do, it's about who you are. And there's truth in that. Uh, if you're saved today, you're a child of God, the Bible says you are accepted and a beloved. Uh, we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and uh, we're ambassadors for Christ. This world's not our home. The Bible says we're, uh, or we sing this song, we're just passing through. We live a pilgrim life. Uh, it's a short life, a vapored life that, that is here for a little time. Uh, and, uh, and we're to make the most of it, by the way, and, and to live our life for Him. But the primary goal of every Christian uh, should be to please the Lord. Uh, and, but we live in a day where people tell you, preachers tell you, you can go to churches all across the world today, in independent Baptist churches, where they'll say to the people in that, in that group uh, that you don't have to do anything to make God happy. He's already happy with you. Now, God loves you. Uh, and, uh, and he's pleased uh, with us uh, in that regard. Uh, but there are verses in the Bible that teach us there are things that God loves uh, and that when we do them, it pleases God. Now, you can think this way, and it's okay. You can think, well, God's just more pleased with you. All right. Uh, I, I would go with that. So he's, I say, well, he's just pleased. Uh, but when we do these things, he's just more pleased uh, with that individual. Uh, and uh, and that, would be, that would be an okay thing. But the bottom line is, when we think about the logic, that is there's things that please God, there are things that displease him. There are times where God is pleased with our behavior, and there's times when he is not. And, and where the Bible lists out things, for example, that he, uh, he doesn't, uh, like that grieve the Spirit of God that are sins. And there are many of those lists in the Bible. We're not going to spend any time looking down through them, but there are a lot of different lists. And so when I read those, uh, I see God says, these six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are abomination. There's a list of seven things I'm going to try to stay away from doing because I know that God hates them. Uh, and uh, and uh, one, He really, really hates. Uh, and so I'm going to avoid them. And, and it's, it's intellectually irresponsible for preachers, spiritually irresponsible, uh, for them to tell church members uh, that they're preaching to uh, that God doesn't care about all those things. So there, there are lists of them, uh, and uh, just alluded to one, but there are multiple ones. But there are also, throughout the Bible, things that God says that He loves. And one of the things that He says He loves is what we're doing today. And we, as, uh, as Christians, are to live our lives offering to God spiritual sacrifices. We don't offer physical sacrifices uh, in our worship like uh, goats and sheep and, uh, and things like that. Jesus Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God, He paid our sin debt. Aren't you glad He did that? Amen. 
Uh, and in fact, a young man here that just yesterday got saved, asked Jesus Christ uh, to save him. Uh, and, and he's still in the saving business, and I'm thankful uh, for the precious blood uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, but when I got saved, uh, the scriptures teach that I became a new creature in Christ uh, and that I'm to live my life as a living sacrifice, uh, holy and acceptable unto God. Uh, that's the things I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to be and do, and I'm, and I'm all about being. Uh, I'm a child of God. Uh, I'm a joint heir with Christ. Uh, I'm seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, uh, and I need to be the person that God uh, has saved and called me to be but he also expects me to do. Uh, and, and when I see lists of stuff I'm not supposed to do, I, I make note, uh, and then I do my best uh, to say, say, do you, do you, are you perfect? Absolutely not. Uh, and all of us, uh, all of us continue uh, to fall short of God's expectation in our life. And when we do that, we confess that to him. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I'm thankful for his grace. I'm thankful for his long suffering and patience for me. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I am a frequent flyer, uh, a frequent user of the grace and mercy of God. And I'm grateful for it every single day. Um, but I want to make God happy. I don't want to spend my days every day disappointing God. Uh, I want to, so if I don't want to disappoint him, uh, then I got to find ways to please him. So in Philippians 4, uh, we find a little bit later down in verse number 18, uh, it says, but I have all, he's Paul speaking to his need being supplied by the Philippian Christians, impoverished people. Uh, he said, I am full, having received Epaphroditus, the things which were sent uh, from you, an odor, a sweet smell, a sacrifice, acceptable and well-pleasing to God. And we've established that uh, over the previous weeks, uh, that uh, this supply, this communication, uh, this sharing and partnering in his affliction, providing for his needs uh, and filling him full uh, with uh, the help of men like Epaphroditus, uh, God says, I see that. And that is well-pleasing to me, a sacrifice that is well-pleasing to him. So I take note as a Christian and say, okay, God loves that. And so I'm going to endeavor to be part of that uh, through my local church uh, with grace giving. Uh, now let's quickly turn over to Hebrews in chapter number 13. Again, mindful uh, of the time, uh, and, uh, but also, uh, also uh, knowing uh, that uh, several of the restaurant food will be here quarter after, 20 after, uh, so I can, uh, I can develop some of these things here for just a little bit. Hebrews chapter number 13, and, uh, and uh, looking back into verse number 1, uh, uh, there, are, there are many uh, people speculate as to who was the writer uh, of the book of Hebrews. Uh, and uh, my personal opinion is I think it's the Apostle Paul uh, for some of the things that he says later on in chapter number 13, just the style. Uh, in many of the epistles that Paul wrote, he would write, all these things about salvation or about our, our walk with Christ and who we are. Uh, and then at the end of it, he would just run down a list of stuff that we're supposed to do uh, and, uh, and how we're supposed to behave. And, uh, and this is no different, which helps me to think it's a little bit, uh, uh, the evidence is pointing towards the Apostle Paul. But he says this in verse number one of chapter number 13, let brotherly love continue. Uh, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels uh, unawares. And then it says, remember them uh, that are in bonds, uh, as bound with them, and them which suffer adversity, as being yourselves also uh, in the body. And so he's, uh, he's giving them some 
some good things that they can do uh, that uh, he, in fact, declares they should uh, later on in the passage because it is, it is good for us to do and it pleases God. And some of that is hospitality. So when he, later on he says uh, to them, uh, you know, to do good, uh, to forget not, uh, he is also, these things could be part of the list uh, that he is laying out there. Uh, and uh, being hospitable uh, as, a, uh, as a Christian individually, uh, I, uh, you, yourself, you should be hospitable people. Uh, that you that you are you know uh, I know some people like my homes my castle and uh, and on and on and on uh, you don't got to have people to your home all the time to be a hospitable person uh, but that should be a goal uh, especially to those the Bible says that are the household uh, uh, of God and uh, to love one another and let brotherly love continue uh, and then those who are in affliction. Uh, we, this could be a proof text, I guess, for us to do good or maybe uh, have a prison ministry or whatever. Uh, in its context, of course, remembering them that were in a, afflicted, locked up, persecuted uh, for, their, uh, for their walk with God and their labor for Him. And then he runs down a, uh, several other things in the passage, which we won't get into for sake of time. But then gets into uh, some things about the Lord Jesus Christ in contrasting uh, sacrifices and who he was uh, and what is done with sin offerings. Uh, and then says something curious in verse number 13. Let us go, therefore, unto him without the camp, uh, bearing his reproach. Uh, the book of Hebrews is written to, uh, to what kind of Christians? Hebrews. That's a trick question. Uh, yeah, Hebrew Christians, Jews that were saved uh, and uh, they struggled. Uh, we read about that uh, in the book of Hebrews, the uh, uh, book of Galatians, elsewhere, uh, because they were saved from uh, a system, a religion, uh, where it, there was a lot of things that they did, uh, and uh, in order to, uh, to have covering for their sins and to make payment for sins, etc., uh, and for them to be saved by grace, they struggle with keeping the law and grace. And so many of the things that, uh, by the way, uh, people, Christians in 2019 that don't want to do right uh, will point to uh, verses of Scripture uh, that uh, God is trying to teach Jews who were just saved uh, to not hold on to their, uh, to their religion uh, and using that as a proof text to not obey the Bible. And that is not, that is not the, a good thing to do. It is a misinterpretation of the Bible. Uh, and, uh, and we have generations now of Christians, a younger generation, uh, that it is just an absolute free-for-all uh, in their walk with God. So he says to them, let us go therefore uh, uh, unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. So remember, all the Bible was written to us. It was not all the Bible wasn't, uh, uh, or excuse me, all the Bible was written for us, not to us. Uh, he is speaking to uh, certain people. We make application uh, as uh, Gentile uh, Christians, if you will, and understand that we, just like he was telling to them, uh, we, have a, we have a place. Our home is in heaven. We have a continuing city, uh, but, we, but we, uh, we have no continuing city here, but we seek one to come. This is speaking, of course, uh, of heaven. Uh, and the encouragement is to, to bear uh, the reproach of Christ uh, and realize that we are living a pilgrim life, a short life, a vapor life. Uh, and that is really, truly, if we can understand that, um, stuff like what we're doing today, uh, we'll never, ever have a problem with it. When we realize this, this, this place, this world is not our home, 
that we're just like that, we're going to be in eternity. Uh, whether you live, you know, a short life or a, or a, a long, long life, uh, in, the, in the realm of eternity, uh, it's, it's just a flash, it's just a vapor, uh, the Bible describes that. And when we realize uh, who the Lord is, uh, we realize that we're going to stand before Him, uh, we realize that everything here is temporal uh, and, and what is there is eternal, we set our affections there, that is the key really to having every type of thing uh, uh, in your life, uh, having a grip on, uh, on life and death and finances, it's all hinged on that. Because if you just think your life is just living it here uh, and then that's it, then you're going you're gonna to live like that. But the Bible says we're to lay up treasures in heaven uh, and, of course, uh, uh, love the things that God loves uh, and, and then gives for us a list of three things in this passage uh, of spiritual sacrifices that we're supposed to give to God. Our lives are to be lived to give God glory. Uh, our lives are to be lived... Uh, with the, the understanding that pleasing God needs to be the, the biggest priority uh, in my life. It's not, the biggest priority in my life should not be pleasing uh, uh, my wife, Amy, uh, or my children, or pleasing you uh, as your pastor. It should be, I need to please God with my life. Here are things, three things, uh, sacrifices uh, that are spiritual sacrifices that we as Christians are supposed to give God. Look at verse 15 again. By Him, therefore, let us offer a sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Now, I would, I would assume that everyone here, if you're, you know the Lord, um, you're thankful. Are you thankful? Say amen. amen. Uh, you're thankful that you're saved, that you have a home in heaven. You're thankful... Uh, you mean we could just run down uh, a list of things, uh, but uh, I would. It's also safe to assume that everyone here uh, has, whether it's uh, a, a season uh, or it could be, it could be daily. You say, "Well, I'm not a morning person, so in the morning, don't talk to me till I get my coffee and blah blah blah." Uh, and uh, and so from whatever four thirty in the morning till about ten o'clock, uh, you're not too thankful about anything. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're like that. So there's times of the day, there's times of seasons, there could be things. So we're not, we're thankful to God, but we're not always thankful. We're not thankful continually. Uh, praise for God is not always on our lips. And you want to know how I know that? Because if I was to just drop right now and just say, all right, you tell me something you're thankful for, you would panic. You'd, and you would just, you'd have all kinds of anxiety. Uh, and, uh, and because we're just not thinking about it, but we should be. I'm so thankful. I'm thankful. Uh, I mean, obviously today, uh, and uh, with what we're doing with missions, and I've already expressed thanks to people for uh, what they're bringing and have brought and the food and uh, all the hard work. And uh, of course, thankful, uh, obviously, for your care for me and uh, and, uh, and my new tricycle uh, and in uh, in wagon. Uh, and so, so there's things obviously that I can today. It's just right out in front that I can be thankful for. Thankful to be going to South Korea tomorrow. And, uh, but it should, be, it should be just second nature to us. God is so good. That somebody just turns to, hey, uh, uh, tell me how good God is to you. Oh, pastor, God's so good. He did this and, and, uh, and, and this had happened. Uh, and, and, and we should be thinking and looking for, uh, wait, it's thank you for this, uh, you know, for the traffic clearing up. Uh, thankful, uh, you know, and sky's the limit. Uh, thankfulness needs to be, and that is a sacrifice that God says is pleasing to Him. So when we thank Him, uh, when we praise Him continually with our lips, 
uh, that is something that he likes. And by the way, you like it. You like it when you receive praise. Somebody gives you an attaboy. Uh, uh, somebody says, hey, you did a good job. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the rules uh, for uh, or standards of, of leadership and management or whatever is to make sure that you get plenty of praise, that you go around and you, uh, you build people up. Hey, that's a nice suit you're wearing today. Uh, hey, good job on that report. Uh, and, uh, and just praise, praise, praise. Because usually the only time you hear from your boss when you did something wrong. And so they just, uh, especially Brother Dusang, I heard from him all the time. And, uh, and so praise, we enjoy it, uh, but we're not do it. We don't deserve it. Uh, but God deserves every single bit of praise uh, that we could possibly give Him. I want to encourage you that as you pray, spend the, before you get into your list of gimme, gimme, gimme's, um, you need to love on God and praise Him. Thank Him for what you already have. And by the way, thank Him. Uh, you know, you might, you might say, uh, you might have a give me that you're going to be asking God for, uh, but before you ask Him, let Him know you're okay with not getting it. Say, God, I'm content with what you've given me, Lord, uh, and thank you for that. I'm so thankful. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and then, you, then you might go in, just praise Him. And again, it's not, you're not manipulating God because God knows everything you're thinking, uh, everything you're about to say, uh, and so, uh, you know, you can't be in your mind thinking, boy, if I just, if I just build God up, he's going he's gonna to bless me and give me the things because he, he can hear you. <laughs> All right. Uh, when, you're, when you're thinking in your brain, uh, he already knows that. And we do that. I don't know how many times I'm praying and, and I'm praying for one thing. I'm thinking another thing. And, and uh, it's like the Holy Spirit's like, you know, gotcha, gotcha on that one. Oh, well, you think you're trying to pull one over on me? Uh, uh-uh, that ain't going to happen. So praise him, that is a sacrifice. But notice the second one. The Bible says in verse number 16, but to do good. Now, uh, doing good is something that pleases God. In fact, the Word of God tells us that we're supposed to please him. Uh, you know, we're not to be entangled with the things of this life. Uh, no man that warreth entangle things, the things of this life, that he may please him uh, who hath called him to be a soldier. Pleasing him, doing good. Now, we can run down a list of things. Uh, yesterday, I, I, as I was uh, talking with somebody about the Lord, and, uh, and, uh, and I, just, I was running down uh, a list of, of good things, you know, uh, well, I do this and do this and I do that. Uh, and, uh, and I do that oftentimes when I'm communicating the gospel to someone because uh, I'll say, okay, I'm doing all these things. Uh, are you doing them? And they might say no. And I say, well, who's going to heaven? And oftentimes they'll say, well, you are. I say, no. I'm not going to go to heaven because I do all those good things. Uh, I'm going to go to heaven because Jesus Christ uh, paid my sin debt. It's not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy. Uh, it's, we're saved by grace through faith, that not of ourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But you know, I'm still supposed to be about uh, doing good. And doing good could be, you know, um, participating uh, in our, our banquet today. Uh, providing for and, and the hard work that puts into that. Uh, uh, generosity. Uh, doing good could be everything from uh, letting somebody cut in line or paying their, you know, their coffee bill uh, at Starbucks. Uh, it's, it's soul winning. It's, uh, it's, it's doing the things that God would want us to do and reading our Bible and praying and, uh, and, uh, and going to church. All those things are good. Uh, and he says, don't forget uh, to do good. And doing good is a sacrifice to God that is well-pleasing. So if you, if you read a book by some Baptist writer or you're in some 
uh, you know, conference somewhere. Uh, young people, if you go down to uh, Greater Portland uh, and some preacher gets up in that, in that service and tries to convince you that you don't have to do good, that God doesn't care if you do, uh, you just remember the Bible says to not forget to do good and it pleases God. And, uh, and so uh, the good things that God lists out, uh, brotherly love and kindness and being, being uh, tender-hearted and uh, all the virtues that God wants us to have. It's being a good citizen. It's being a good neighbor. It's loving your neighbor as yourself. Uh, you're just supposed to do good. Now, if somebody says, uh, how are you doing? Uh, and you say, I'm good. Uh, Brother Omley might have a problem with your, your English because uh, uh, you're supposed to say what? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, and, uh, and somebody said, oh, you're, you're, are you well or are you doing good? I was like, well, both. <laughs> I'm well and I'm trying to do good. Well, just because you do that doesn't mean that you love God more than I do. In all the things that people say, uh, you can say, no, I might not love God more than you do, but I'm just doing things that God loves. And he finds pleasure in my doing good. Uh, and when I do good, uh, it's, uh, uh, let's just, I'll just use an example. Let's say you're, 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 in a, um, you're at Starbucks and uh, uh, somebody's in front of you uh, and you just say, hey, uh, I'll, I'm going to pay for their coffee. Um, and it might, be, it might be a fireman or a police officer, somebody there or somebody in uniform. Say, I got your, I, I, you know, I got your, your coffee. Uh, and then uh, the person uh, behind you uh, or maybe the barista says, oh, that was really nice of you. Uh, here's, here's, what you here's what you don't say. Yes, it is. It's very nice of me. I'm a very generous person. And uh, I try to be generous all the time. And you don't say stuff like that. You say, praise the Lord. Because one, they'll know that you're doing it for the Lord's sake. And people see, uh, they see your good works and they glorify your Father in heaven. When we do good uh, so that other people uh, can see it, there's a reward in that. It's other people thinking you're spiritual. But, but, but I, want, I want God to see my sacrifices of good, and I'm not to be forgetting that. The Bible says that is a sacrifice that God is well pleased. He says to do good. And then he, the third one, the third spiritual sacrifice, and that's what we're doing today, uh, is, is to communicate. Verse 16, but to do good and to communicate, forget not. Now, you can go in, press on your computer buttons and find uh, the root meaning and the sense of this word communicate. It's the same communicate that I mentioned earlier. It's about sharing and participating. It's taking care of, of, of the needs. And In fact, it goes on to say uh, to do these things and obey and then puts a great emphasis on prayer. Uh, down in verse number 18, pray for us, for we trust we have good conscience in all things, willing to live honestly. He's beseeching them rather to pray. He says, do these sacrifices. Praise God, do good, uh, and communicate. Uh, and when you do that, it pleases uh, your heavenly Father. So now there's a part of uh, the exercise of grace giving and faith promise that uh, as a pastor, as we've looked at 2 Corinthians, boasting, uh, I, I boast on your behalf. Uh, and uh, if, I, if I, show, when I show up in South Korea uh, on Tuesday, uh, and, uh, and if I go into church on Wednesday, and Brother Neil uh, will, uh, will uh, introduce me, uh, and, 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 uh, and without, you know, it, every time they'll say, uh, bring back to church, 
uh, is a missions-minded church, uh, and, uh, and they just love missionaries, uh, and they sent them here, blah, 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 and you'll say all those different things. Uh, I, it's a boasting on your behalf, and there's a part of me as a pastor and as a human being, I'm like so proud and pleased with you as your pastor, and when we put these, these cards together, we put these pledges, and we count those up, and I'm so grateful, uh, and, uh, and, and, it, and it, it makes me happy. I'm pleased with that. But more than, more than me, obviously, is the Lord. And so when, when you put that on there and you pledge to give that and you communicate, you share in, uh, in whether it's, uh, it's scriptures and, uh, and getting the Bible in the hands of people, uh, or it's the, word, the gospel, the word of God and missionaries and church planting, uh, that is just something that pleases Him. And like I said last week, We've had quite a few missionaries preaching. I haven't spent a whole lot of time on it, and it's why I'm doing it yet last week and today. When we do it, it pleases God. And I just don't think we can go wrong with pleasing our Savior. That's what we should be all about. So there's a list. I'm going to, as a Christian, praise Him more. I'm going to do good and not just... Uh, be well, uh, but I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good to the people around me. Just being kind. And, uh, and uh, it could, it's, it's benevolence. Uh, it, is, it is action, activity. It's, it's bearing one another's burdens. Uh, I mean, there's just a long list of things that when we do them, uh, God as our Heavenly Father, uh, is, he's, he's, he's blessed and pleased uh, that we're obeying the Scriptures and obeying Him uh, and doing good things. But He says, to, don't forget to communicate. Don't forget to share uh, in the burdens uh, of, of your brethren. So this also includes benevolence that we have here. Uh, I mentioned uh, this last uh, Sunday, uh, or excuse me, Wednesday, that we're going to, uh, to, to help a few people uh, get their CNA cert- certificate so, they can, uh, so that they can work. That is us uh, putting these verses and other verses in practice as a local church. And God help us, by the way, if we get all over uh, the government and uh, in its waste and, uh, and on and on. By the way, you got to vote. There's like, I don't know how many dozen or better uh, just tax increases and all kinds of different things. Uh, and, uh, and so make sure you vote uh, and vote right uh, when it comes Tuesday. But we can, we can complain about the government and its welfare system. Uh, in all of the all of the excess and, and waste and stuff that's in there, uh, and then fail as a local church to do anything uh, when it comes to that. So that's included in doing good uh, and communicating. When we have needs, we should be able to share them as we pray in our prayer requests. And God, uh, in all those things, be what they are. Don't forget to communicate. So as I bring this message to a close, um, let's not forget to do that today. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, it's, it's, it's just doing something. Uh, it's not, it doesn't have to be a ton of money. Uh, it's not equal giving. It's equal sacrifice. It's, it's participation in all that. Uh, and uh, and you, say, you can say, uh, you know, you just want our money, and, uh, and I don't want to give a pledge. I don't want to, and you've got all the reasons in the world. I just want you to think about one on the opposite side of that, and that is when you do that, it pleases the Lord. It just pleases Him. He's, it's, it's, it's something that you can do that you know full well uh, that God is going to be happy with. Uh, and, uh, and then he just multiplies it and it's seed sown and all the stuff that we've talked about. Uh, but, uh, but when we fail to communicate, uh, like 
the church at Corinth had done. Uh, when, we, when they had pledged and didn't follow through, when there was opportunity uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, they, and it took a full year and Paul's just kind of reminding them uh, in chapters number 8, 9, and 10 uh, of their responsibility like we talked about last week. Uh, I don't want our church to ever fail to communicate uh, with our missionaries. Uh, and it's not just the ones that we support. It's, 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 sometimes it's people we don't support that have need uh, on, on the field or, uh, or at home, uh, and, uh, and we're able to, uh, to come to their aid, uh, and, uh, and that is a blessing. Um, I, don't, I, can't even, I can't even express uh, how much of a blessing that is uh, and, uh, and for our church to do that. Uh, so I'm going to ask you uh, in a moment as we pray by way of invitation uh, to just really prayerfully consider if you, if you thought, well, I'm not going to participate and you have your reasons not to, uh, I'm praying that you reconsider uh, and that you'll put something on that pledge so that we can, that we can, uh, we can do something. We know that God's going to bless. He says that when we do this, he says he'll supply all of our need. Uh, so if you have need, um, participate. You communicate, God sees that, uh, and, uh, and he blesses you. There's all kinds of personal benefits, I guess, if you put it that way, uh, to your participation. But above all, uh, if my goal is to please him, uh, and uh, he says, here's three things you can do that's well-pleasing to me. It's not just pleasing, but well-pleasing. Uh, then uh, as a Christian, I'm just going to do my best uh, to participate or to do uh, those things. So, uh, so yes, you're accepted in the beloved. Uh, and God loves you, and he loves you when you're unlovable. Uh, and, uh, and he is merciful and gracious when, 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 when we don't deserve a lick of it. Um, but never, ever get to the point when you buy into modern Christianity that God doesn't care what you do. Because you've got one verse, and there are many of them, uh, but a verse right here that tells us to do good and to communicate, forget not. Uh, for it is well-pleasing to God. Let's all stand with our, our heads bowed and our eyes closed. and.